the school for the factory from pocket money to a salary from a pack of mac to
Tattoo is good. Just make sure it's visual. You have to like, like on the back of your hand or something. L W A F L M O Y T. You're not going to soon forget it. Yeah, don't get a wimpy tattoo where it's on your sleeve or something where you got covered up with clothing. We, you need like, uh, I, I I would have been one to say face tattoo, but you know mm. what I'm saying. Yeah, that's Maybe a little extreme. By the way, we don't encourage that. Welcome to the show. We are going to watch a full length movie with you. Uh, we do this every Sunday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 5 p.m. Eastern. I think it's cooler to say 5 p.m. Eastern on mutinyradio.fm. It's really easy to get to. Type in pcrcollective.org and then press listen now. Uh, <laughs> Don't put in pcrcollective.org. Well, I'm just saying it doesn't work. We are sponsored by the good people at Mutiny Radio and, of course, Pam and Benjamin. Uh, you can go check out... Uh, Donate. Go to Venmo, look for the Bird and Ernie uh, avatar, and go to find at Mutiny Radio. Go ahead and please donate, and it'll help us out. Uh, Carl, what is the movie we're watching today? Today we are going to watch, it's so Mike Spiegelman, we're not watching House. We're watching House for the Repossession. House for the Repossession. Are you sure it's not House for Home Deadly Home? No, it's not Home Deadly Home. That's a tagline to the movie. So listen, I'm just saying the Psychotronic uh, video guide says it's... All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be watching not House, which is right. available on YouTube. Right. And right. Amazon. Not House 2, the <laughs> second story, available on YouTube and Prime. Not House 3, a.k.a. Horror Show, which is available Right, on not even a sequel, really. Yeah, not even a sequel. It was in Europe, right? It was House 3. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to watch House 4. Carl, who's hosting House 4 Repossession? It's um, Jose. You have it in front of you because uh, what's the last name? 
Martinez. I Jose I Martinez is our channel. Once again, you put in house and you have to say IV, the Roman numeral. House IV, the, re the repossession, 1992. All right. That's, uh, go ahead and find it. Uh, house IV, 1992. And we like Josie. Josie. Okay, Josie. Martinez, uh, go ahead and hit the link and then hit pause. Know your pause, move the timer to zero, zero, zero. We're gonna do a countdown and we have a very special comedian guest uh, to do the countdown. I am unfamiliar with this comedian because I have never told beforehand. Oh, really? Well, we we get comedians from all across the country and today's yes. comedian will come from New Jersey. Oh, really? The Garden State? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, well, all right, for a change of pace, here is a celebrity comedian from New Jersey. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Celebrity Comedian Countdown with our star, Steve Picaro. Welcome, Steve. Well, thank you for having me, Carl. Now, you are a novice to comedy. I think you said your one-year anniversary is coming up. Uh, I believe it just passed. I didn't have the presence of mind to actually record the date when I started. Gotcha. And the thing uh, is, you're triple dedicated to comedy. I mean, uh, uh, where are you right now? I am in my car outside of Mike on Staten Island. <laughs> now, I consider you a Jersey comedian. You do as well, right? Yeah, I'm a Jersey guy. I do mostly Jersey stuff. I don't get into the city very much, but uh, the Staten Island guys have been very good to me since I started, so I try to support them as much as I can. Yeah, and they come out to us a lot, you know, and if you take a look at a map of New Jersey, Staten Island's just hugging our shore, right? I mean, it's New York in name only, I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, it's eight miles away from my house, but it takes 25 minutes to get here and costs $16. No, if it's your one year, at, yeah, that's crazy. That is crazy money. That doesn't make sense, right? No. But, okay, so you started, would you say you started in January or February? I believe I started the third week in February, which is right about where we're at now. Okay, so the third week in February, so you didn't know it, but the next thing to come along was COVID. Yeah, I believe I did uh, I did three weeks worth of mics. I did 20 mics in three weeks, wow. and then everything shut down. Okay. So since everything was locked down um, and everyone was so starved for comedy, I got to meet a lot of people and befriend a lot of people that I would not have met under normal circumstances. Definitely not in the timeline that I did. I wouldn't have become as close and gotten to know as many people and, and really gotten as ingrained into the scene as I did if I had not been a pandemic comic. What, were you uh, doing a lot of Zoom? I did no Zoom. <laughs> wow. No do Zoom during the pandemic. That's crazy because that's the opposite for everybody else. Yeah, I just I didn't think that I had what it took to be funny on stage when the pandemic hit, let alone try to be funny to a box on a computer screen. Gotcha. Uh, so I just took the time off. And then as soon as I heard that there was a place to go, I went right to that place immediately. You've got so much material now, right? After only a year. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's also because of the pandemic because I see the same people so frequently that I don't want to say the same material in front of all those people all the time. So I turn my material over like every two weeks, give or take. Yeah. 
Yeah, we've all been there. It's the same faces, and you got to keep it fresh. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, so why don't we count down this movie uh, for everybody at home. We're going to press play at the exact same second. So go ahead, Steve. Count us off. Three, two, one, go. Yeah. Okay. I just say, hang on, I got a little buffer. That was a great uh, comedian, celebrity comedian from, what state did you say that comedian was from? Straight out of the heart of Jersey, where the straight out of the heart of Jersey and the Taylor M. Week, deep in the heart of Jersey. That's Uncle Floyd. You're starting to show off right. Uh, what about my favorite is Mobile Cactile, the New Jersey uh, Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. They're from Weehawken. Carl, your your best man. Carl used to come out dressed as a cowboy. <laughs> yeah, I had the straw hat. <laughs> oh, Ramis. Okay, now you see this movie, it's making its first mistake, okay? Just to be a pompous asshole. The, look, at the beginning of a movie, you set mood, you set tone. That's exactly what they're doing here. This is going to be cheap. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, you, it's setting a very cheap tone. You're just having a bunch of dry Look, this house is like by the water. It's like kind of near a cliff or whatever, but they don't, that's not our opening, seeing the spooky forest, right? No. Right. We're in the plane. Bobby. There's Kelly. Oh, have you seen? We see her first. Have you seen our main character? All oh, right. Have what I about seen William them? Cap? Yeah. Uh, 1985's House. No, I've never seen the House series. Once, once again, it's you who pulled me in. Look at that piece of crap house, right? Right. That's a scary house. Well, the premise is it's an ordinary house, and wacky, crazy things pop up, like updates. Right. The thing is, you see all the cobwebs and stuff, right? They never clean it up. Never clean it up. It's like the Munster's house. It's a big house, man. It's what, two partiers? Is that William Cat? No, yeah, that's the America's greatest hero. And across from him is Jesse Pinkman. Jesse Pinkman, you mean Aaron Hall? Well, I just think Aaron Hall would have been perfect for this part. It's the step he does brother. Right. So, <laughs> um, Roger is, is Kit's name, uh, William Cat's name. So, Roger is like right. inherited the house from his father who's passed, and he was sworn to keep it in the family. And the stepbrother, uh, he is Burke. Burke. He's like, he wants to sell the house, and he's kind of sleazy about it. You know, come on, let the past go. Let's listen. Yeah. Now, all right, so 1986's House. He yeah. is a mystery writer a la Stephen King and a Vietnam vet, because back then those movies were popular. Right. And he gets haunted. He gets inherits the house. It's haunted by his Vietnam uh, memories that manifest. Okay. And George Wentz in the first one. The second one is these party dudes inherit a house and they party, and there's a silver, there's a crystal skull. They they meet their 
they they exhumed their their grandfather who hangs out with them. Ex and uh, exhumed. Exhumed. Yeah. And it hangs like with if him. you were. Yeah, they just hangs out with him. Well, because he, he the crystal skull made him immortal, so he was waiting for a relative to bury uh -huh. uh, uh, dig him up. It I was wondering. And then the third one is. Yeah. Yeah, the third one's not even a sequel. No, it's about uh, like a supernatural Freddy Krueger who gets killed in the electric chair, and then he haunts uh, Lance Henderson's family. Lance Henderson was the cop that brought down Brian Jones. So this, this is, one is uh, like, Ezra. it brings back the original character. What movie are we watching? We're watching House 4. Right, and this is oh, Ezra, and Ezra's like an Indian guy, and he can tell Jesse Pinkman's a sleaze. You see how he gives him the cold shoulder? Yeah. I mean, this is all playing in That guy looks a bit He just said to him, Jesse Pinkman cover. insulting said, how? You know? Right. Well, it's out of context. He said what, when, why, and... <laughs> And they only, they, it was on the cutting room floor. They only left in the. Yeah, it made Jesse Pinkman look like a douche. <laughs> right. These reality shows, you know, it's the way they cut them. The way they cut them. They're scripted, you know, according to the editors. Now, Ezra's saying crap like, it is good you are not selling, you know, now the spirits will rest easy. Like, the grandfather made an agreement never to sell this house. And as long as he does, the spirits will rest easy. It's like one of those ancient Indian burial ground situations. Jack of the Beast. You know? Because everything in this movie is formulaic. Yeah, well, you know, house for sale. Who's your favorite house? It's House MD, right? <laughs> yeah, he's he's a can be both a dramatic and a comedic actor. He's proven it. Well, he, he may be blunt, but I'm just gonna say dramatic. I like House from uh, Who's Got Me Four from the New Recruits. Mm. He's like really big. They call him House. <laughs> I remember um, it was what was it? It was House Five, Seven, Five. Citizens on Patrol. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was four. I think House of Mitt might have been five. Mm -hmm. Miami. But at the same time that uh, David Spade showed up, so it might have been four. Do you think it would be a good movie, like Kitten Plays House Party, like a like a done today, and they haunt it, like they died in there from <laughs> an overdose? What do you think? Yeah, they only show up if they throw a party. <laughs> right. It's like they bring buckets. It, yeah, if you have a party one night, like maybe you're the kind of person who does it once every three months or so. You have a party, <laughs> and kitten play are there. You know why not? Yeah, <laughs> that'd be good. I like it. Martin Lawrence is the DJ. They're ghosts. Perfect. Oh no, yeah, they're not ghosts. They just show up. Okay, so I just want to, it's 10 minutes in, we're supposed to know everything we need to know, right? So, 
We've met the wife and daughter. She's 12, although in real life she's 18. We know Roger's the dad. We know he just inherited this house. We know the stepbrother wants it. We know there's this weird stuff going on with Ezra. He shows up and things feel mystical, right? And now we're about to see what's under the floorboards. And then we know everything we need to know for this movie. Is there like a separate bathroom down there? <laughs> yeah, they're gonna they put in a half bath. <laughs> Ezra's gonna poop. I'm the first one to take a crap in here. The thing is, right, so how the ground is dirt. It's the basement, it's under the porch, right? Or it's under the porch. Uh I guess you're right. Look at the yeah, they're. I guess they're under the porch. Yeah. What do you do? You under the porch, like a box of food. Well, oh, or put that giant milk. It depends on how old you are. What you do under there. If you are like sixteen, you're doing pod. If you're like eleven, you're like with girls, and you know, you show me yours. There's lots of. Things. Or, <laughs> Okay, never mind. <laughs> I'm not coming over. Okay, now, what now is pretend culture. You know. He <laughs> threw stuff over it. Right. This movie doesn't even give a shit to get it right. It's just pretend culture. Later on, we'll see this uh, guy when he, she goes to see him. He's in a Catholic church. Does that make sense for a Native American? So he doesn't show up until later. He shows up again. Yeah, he's he's, he's gonna do this thing, and then this, is he gonna like blow up? Is he like, huh? Oh, oh, it's too much. <laughs> no, this film is useless. They won't play him the way they should have. It, you know, he's it's his really character becomes right? very much a dud. Like in the beginning of the movie, you think that he's gonna be a big part of the mysticism of the film. No, he just be right. becomes an advisor. Hi, just checking in on you. It's dumb. I like how it's directed. You can clearly feel like she's driving. Mm. Which, right? Look at that. Yeah. Graceful. The, the, it might be graceful, but they <laughs> need to watch out for front tire blowout, I feel. On that model, that year's model. The 1992 They spent their whole budget on it. Well, there was lots of entire the... blowouts in that vehicle, is all I'm saying. Oh, I got you. Ralph Nader was against it. Oh, shit. They just had a front tire blowout. See? There was a factory like recall. We can't be held culpable. Ouch! Now, this was a big got the part of the budget of this film. Look how good the now director fell, did uh, that. It's all wandering off on yeah, its own. He's, yeah, it's great. They showed him storyboarding. <laughs> now, this guy is not the car fell off the hero. He would have broken out. Well, he wouldn't know how, and then he would figure it out. Right. But... Our hero is Kelly. She can get out. Well, uh -oh. I told you the Fast and the Furious rule is that when the car flips over multiple times, it's 
Clemson has a field, so they're okay. Right, and if it doesn't, they're yeah, it's a plot point. Yeah, they got drag them out. You got to drag them out. But if you don't have the wheels, you can still drive, or you go puke. Now she you saved the dog. Can she drag him out in time? I say no. Just to spoil oh, it for you. Oh, he's out of this movie. Yeah. He spent two days shooting this movie. He spent two days. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm going back to whatever William Cat does. Bye. That's right. He got his money. He got his money. He showed up. But you got to admit, that's a long time coming. He should have been in the sequel. Or the trequel. <laughs> the trequel. The yeah. trequel. Look at her mascara, how it's set up to run. Look how she's signing the unplug his ass orders. This film is terrible. It just hits it over the head. She seems really upset. I don't know if it's because of the makeup. Look how charred up the thing is. That's the remains of William Cat. William. Well, he's alive. He's alive. Now look at the reflection, right? It's yeah. every movie you ever saw before, and she's going to cry. But poorly lit. Cue the guns and roses. <laughs> Look, the whole thing, like, when he was exploding the car, she's like, Roger! She's like a one note. Uh, you know, I'm upset now. I'm I'm scared now. Okay, you're going to see a guy, see the the shovel, a guy with the shovel. This guy with the shovel shoveling dirt into the wind so that it blows on camera. And you'll see him on the left-hand side right now. Shovel. Oh. <laughs> Did you see it? I did. Well, I'm, I'm using the highest quality screen glasses. I didn't see it on my phone. See that dust swirling Shovel. up? That, he did it. Yeah, he did right. It. He's Shovel. cool, man. He, Got really, he looked really disheveled, though. Look at this 90s technology for a wheelchair. Did you order the wood model? No. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's like wicker. You're, you're, you'll feel fine on this for six hours. This is Little House on the Prairie wheelchair. Look at those dusty roads. Now, there's a great scene here where her dress blows up from the wind, and you can see her pants. Now you, you learned this in the Criterion Collection. <laughs> I've watched this film eight times just because of this that scene. <laughs> if you include that scene. That's why I love tennis so much. Really? Yeah. They wear those little skirts. I mean, you just see their panties all the time. Yeah, but you watch men's tennis. <laughs> no, I do oh, not. Who? Now look, the house that they're coming home to, it's not clean. It hasn't been cleaned. You see that? Right. But isn't that a little like, like, I mean, where's all their moving stuff? You know, this is day one in a new house? Not really. Didn't they have like a uh, movie? <laughs> Yeah, he was a comedic plot point. He was the roommate. Morning, Kelly. <laughs> Would you 
Would you please get out of my house? Okay, we're out of corn pop. Okay. I just bought a buck. This represents William Kitt's involvement in this movie. He's dead right. in a vase. I mean, he showed up. He did some, you'll see some memory scenes. And he did, oh, here's Ed Asner. Is it really? No. No. I, I so, believe it. This guy was like Little House on the Prairie, the, the, the preacher. More like um, where's Arthur Preachers? Okay, well then he was uh, on Gunsmoke. He was the storekeeper. All oh, right, here's your coffee, Hoss. Right, exactly. And also in the Green Mile with Tom Hanks, he was the old. Tom Hanks is an old man. Oh, <laughs> they CGI'd his face. Oh. Ed Asner, there he is, Ed Asner. Now look Just at the cobwebs on her bed, Mike. You see the cobwebs on her bed? Yeah, well, you know. They won't be, they'll be there through the duration of the film. The spooky house. She will never clean up. <laughs> but seriously, Mike, you just get some paper towels and you can even just make them damp. And you just yeah, get you would, rid of the as dust. Suppressed, as suppressed as I am, I would kind of clean up. Someone's now, all that's mind. happening in this scene is this, see, this film's so cheap. All that's happening is. Pressure, you should come home with us, you and your your mother. Pressure, you've got to, Roger's dead, you've got to let go of this house. Pressure. Christopher Lloyd wants her to come back? What? I said Christopher Lloyd wants her back home. Oh, is that Christopher Lloyd you're looking at? <laughs> you don't see Ed Asner in him? <laughs> I see Christopher Lloyd. Oh, buddy, we gotta go back. Look at the clothes he's wearing. He's going off like with crocodile. He's hunting. dressed his clothes as Asner. He's a butcher. Oh, you think he's Sam the butcher? <laughs> so anyway, it's like, go home, Dad. Now look, the director does one good thing here. Uh, the bed collapses and she cries. That's symbolic. The rats got to it. Well, I mean, their dad was just real <clears throat> down on her. It was a bummer of a scene. A, a rule this movie breaks all the time is you're supposed to have this, like, emotionally charged opposites as you enter and exit a scene, and they never do that. Right. It, it, like, for the viewer, it makes it a bit of a emotional roller coaster. I mean, a really small one, but, you know... You're happy at the beginning, and by the end, something's changed now. You're suspicious. It's got to be like that. It's a flashback. Yeah, it's uh, she's remembering her first Halloween. That's what's going to happen for the whole rest of this little act one. She's going to have her memories. Remember the scene you just saw where I had to unplug my husband? Let me remind you of that again. Oh, she's cut herself. Darn it. Ooh. Now, uh, the uh, daughter, Laura, is really in real life 18 years old, but she's playing a 12-year-old, and you believe it. 12-year-old. What is oh, that? It's the oldest cliche in the book. It's shipping Hershey syrup. Oh, I mean blood. 
What is that weird blood. noise? There's something in the basement. In this house. Four. Four. You can miss it. I'm serious when I'm telling you that something's in this house. Four. <laughs> the calls are coming from inside the house. Four. <laughs> yeah. Laura, you've got to get out. The calls are coming from inside the house. Four. <laughs> Sorry. House rules. Asterisk four. <laughs> Oh, look at that butt. Mm -mm. Now, this is a child actress. Okay. She was he zapped to a child? No, she is a child. She's just one of those child actresses. Oh. She's the cleaning lady. Her name is Verna Klump. She's pretending to be an old lady. You see her wig? Yeah. I guess, how old do you think she is? Maybe eight? She looks like a 35-year-old woman. What? 35, I don't know anymore. Are we watching the same movie? I'm talking about the cleaning lady, Verna Clamp, right there. See? See those eyes? Yeah, she's eight. Oh, she's eight years old? With the, well, don't you, maybe, maybe 12, no, 11, maybe 11? She nailed it. Nailed the role. First try. First cast. The truth is, her name is uh, Denny Dillon, and she was uh, yes, that's on right. Saturday Night Live. Ooh, I love Denny Dillon. Yeah, she was in the 1980 season, sixth right. season. Right. With uh, what? Eddie Murphy, Joe Piscopo, uh, Charles Rocket, Gilbert Gottfried. No, I think they Gilbert. all got fired. I'm not I sure if Eddie it was that or the brand new cast overnight they had, remember? Wasn't she also not necessarily the nun? She's the superhero as well. Uh, not according to my research. I'm Okay, she started in Saturday Night Fever, but just as sort of like a bit player in it. But the next thing you know, she was on Saturday Night Live, 80 and 81. Then fame as Corky the Cashier. And Miami Vice and Designing Women and Night Court and Nash Bridges. She did a bunch of TV after that. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she's a comedian in the 70s. And she's still active and she's still 11 years old. Danny Dillon. Yeah, she was funny in Saturday. You're just being good. Yeah. <laughs> she's no Gary Kroger, I guess. You're just being nice. Yeah, she's no Charles Rocket. He had a great third act. What? He committed suicide, Carl. Oh, well, I mean, you know, it's better to burn out uh, than faint away. That's the way I feel about it. What is Verna doing in people's drawers? You see, she's rooting through. Yeah, she's rooting through. Her parents are going to pick her up after work. Uh-oh, there was a rat. It scared her. Now her flashlight has fallen into the Indian manhole cover. Oh, right, from the beginning of the movie. What is that slime on? Wow, my hand is caving. You're soaking in it. 
She's pretty, isn't she? She's got some. Well, we'll have to see her. What's that? <coughs> okay. Oh, I said that. Now, yeah. wait, I got to interrupt you. We're now going to see a woman who works on the cast is sitting at the table. Now, when she exits the room, look on your left. You'll see a girl sitting at the table with like a script. Okay, she hears the sound. out of here, really? Yeah, right now. Look to the left. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, they left it in. They must have just shot this movie in. Cat's gone. Oh, we got one more day of shooting. Sorry, my parents picked me up. Love, Verna. I think you don't think she me. looks childlike? You don't think she looks childlike? Jenny Dillon? Yeah. She's maybe not childlike. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to get canceled. We could cancel the show at any time. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Pretend your legs don't work oh. and roll them. <laughs> Just Quick, don't move your sun. legs. The thing One is, take, please. We only got enough camera. <laughs> throughout the whole film, you can see her assisting people who carry her and, you know, position oh, right. her. <laughs> right. As you're swinging her foot over to the left, she's like secretly helping, you know, and you could totally see it in her body. Is, is her bedroom on the second floor? Uh, yes. Okay. I just look, look at her PJs there. Look at her. It's like 78 in the evening. Right. You Is see her hair, like you'll see um, Kelly's hair will change throughout. Don't you think Kelly's pretty? Remind me who Kelly is. She's Carl. She's she's twelve years old. No, she's eighteen. <laughs> no, not. Oh, her. Um, yes, the mom. <laughs> I guess. What's that on her hair? Oh, that's her hair. What is that on her ha your head? Uh, Laurel Cobb is the kid. Her name, Laurel, Laurel. Her name is Melissa Clayton. She was in Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman. Uh, she was on Body Language. Uh, she was, she was in stuff. This one, she's pretty. Not right now. Her hair is messing her up. <laughs> her hair's great. Oh, she's gonna look in the mirror, right? Don't look in the mirror. Oh, so it fixes the light. The thing is, like, we're getting creepy music, and it's going right now. Tonight, she will like experience creepy stuff, and it's really bad. It's cheap. Well, this her gashing wound is still standing. Yeah, well, her one hand has a gashed wound, and the other one has this like slime she touched. She she can't wash off. Really? That's Roger. So the French call him Roger. I miss your work in the 
episode. I mean, William Cameron's great. Uh, great American Heroes, great. House of Green, yeah. 86. Carrie. Carrie, yeah. Superman. Although in Carrie, he kind of walked through Carrie, right? He was just the pretty guy. He was a pretty guy, but he, he, did, he, he did his part. He's like in the beginning, I think. The thing is, he's a look-alike of his father, if you can believe it. His father's name was Bill Williams, and he was an actor. He was in The Adventures of Kit Carson. He was like a B actor, but he's the spitting image of his son. Well, I'm familiar with William Williams. I knew him. Friends called him William. <laughs> William Williams? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> same curly, so, same curly here? His mom was on Perry Mason. She was like the secretary. <clears throat> Della Street. Um, Della Street, the secretary? Yes, exactly right. Listen, That's I know my crosswords. Yeah. Wow. So when the when the they conceived this boy, he was cloned because he looks just like his dad. So you see a little girl. I see breakfast. You see breakfast? From Denny's. Yeah, from Denny's. Denny's for breakfast? I hop Denny's? I'm Your with first you. name is Denny? The Denny I used to always go to in L.A. when I lived there for so many years was the one we saw in that movie um, uh, with Jane Fonda and Jeff Bridges. What the happened morning. last night movie? The morning after. The morning after, yeah. What happened? My IHOP. I yeah. was always there. Look, the director's making her see the girls dance, and they have legs. I mean, it sucks. This movie's terrible. It's a pretty cheap shot. It just, this whole movie hits everything over the head. I wish I had legs. Meanwhile, they'll never play that out in the film. There was no point to do it. There's no scene in which, look, mom, I can walk. You know, there's none of that. They were just being jerks. Right. <laughs> Who would like to buy these items? Is the man in the house available? Uh, no, actually, well, let, me, let me talk to you about this. Oh, so this is Christmas, right? No. This is the projector that he was futzing with at, with at the beginning of the film, Roger was. And um, right. later it'll come to life and she'll watch a whole movie with Roger. I was going to say, it's probably going to come to life. Okay, now Jesse Pinkman showed up again, but Jesse's got two thugs. You see how the, there's two thugs who work for Jesse. What's going on here? Right. I don't work at a haberdashery. Did you know that Cat, uh, Cat, he he auditioned for the part of Luke Skywalker? Oh, would have been a good one. Now, when he did his audition, Kurt Russell was opposite him for him for Han Han Solo. Now, Kurt Russell would have been a very good Han Solo, not better than the one we got, but right. Oh, I'm sure whoever got the roles would have been good. Mike, Mike, Mike. Whoever got the what? roles would have been great. Mike. Yeah, sure. 
doesn't matter. You know that guy who plays Fredo? What if Fredo tried out for Luke Skywalker? You're perfect. <laughs> I think he would have been better than just Yoda. Okay, so what's happening here Fredo is, is he shows up and finds out that the house isn't his like he thought. He made this deal with the chemical company, and we'll find out later. Okay, so he's trying to tell her you got to get out, and she's—he's like hassling her right now. Look how scared she is. She's really a one. Oh yeah, no, I can see it. Every every like I'm being scared emotion. I'm upset emotion. Look how her eyes are bulging. I guess Jesse Pinkman stole Walter White's hat. <clears throat> right, and it doesn't fit him. Yeah, it's he, like he, he doesn't look right in his clothes at all. You know why? Because he has a day job in the sewer. <laughs> He's supposed to be like a gangster, is is what's going on. He looks like Yogi Bear with pants. He looks like Yogi Bear. Yeah, but with pants. There's Denny again. Okay, there. here are the thugs, and the guy on the right is Carnosaur. I beg your pardon? The guy who's going to drive the car is from Carnosaur. Oh, from Carnosaur? Yeah. Oh, man. His name is Ned Jeez, Bellamy. Well, this movie is 92. Carnosaur is 93. So That's right. That's right. It's coming from this piece of crap. He moved on to that piece of crap. He's a star <laughs> on our show. Star. I know, right? Good old Ned Bellamy. Hell yeah. Okay, now this movie is just going to be so stupid. It's just going to do, do the dumbest thing you've ever seen. And it has no point for the whole movie. Ready? Is it going to be animation? Yeah. Okay. Gotcha! Ha-ha! Wow. It disappears. Don't right. judge me, 11-year-old. This is that's the only trophy William Cat ever got from that. Okay, so out of the ashes popped a hand that grabbed Kelly. Which is threatening. But the thing is, we'll never see that again. That'll never play out into anything. It isn't like in this house they can touch you. You know, there's not, it's, we'll never see it again. And those were ashes of her dead husband. In this movie, he's the hero. He doesn't want to scare her. I don't know. It's stupid, and this movie is stupid. It wasn't thought out. <laughs> you know, those ashes are just, you know, it was the demon who possessed the ashes. It wasn't really. William Cat. Right. But but I mean I guess. just didn't have a point in the film. You know, the, the guys who wrote this are very interesting. Okay, Jeff Miller, he only wrote this thing called Deep Star Six. He has two other credits. This Deirdre Higgins, it's her only writing credit. As a matter of fact, she's a costume and wardrobe director. She's got that's her credit. But 
The guy who wrote the story wrote Munchie. Oh, my God, another Corman film. Right, and Munchie Strikes Back. Jim Wynarski, who directed Munchie, who always was under Roger Corman. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And he he wrote Munchie Strike. Munchie Strike Back is that Munchie attacks the bad guy. Yes. A different neighborhood. It has nothing to do with the kids or the family. Okay, so another ah. guy who wrote this story, R.J. Robertson, wrote with Jim Wynarski, Munchie Strikes Back. No, excuse me. No, I'm wrong. <clears throat> Jim Wynarski directed Munchie Strikes Back, but R.J. Robertson wrote it for him. And he wrote Dreamscape. Gotcha. And he wrote <laughs> The Adventures of <laughs> Buckaroo Banzai, so he's for real. Oh, wow. I, I should have recognized the name sooner. Oh, of course I know him. He wrote Buckaroo Banzai. <laughs> this is a plumber, and he was in The Curse of the Black Pearl. You know, Pirates of the Caribbean. He was one of the pirates. Uh-huh. Here's your coffee. Here's your coffee pirate. Oh, no, he wasn't one of the pirates. He's one of the English guys, I think. I forget. <laughs> right. This is his only appearance so in the film. So people just walk into the house, right? Well, he just got glasses. They've heard creaking, and you know the pipes were coming out gloppy. So he just came and checked everything, and it's all a okay and fine. And the joke is, his hands are filthy, and he'll he'll shake her hand, he'll touch the door. Oh, I can't wait. <clears throat> These jokes are a lot better when you tell me. There you go. Here's your bill. Here's your bill. She go. He goes. You can mail it in. Look, he's touching. He's getting your hand. Uh, <laughs> See the white shirt. Do another scene, right? Yeah. yeah. There's the door. You know, um, when Verna sits at the table there, she looks like a big. She's a big girl. It really looks like <laughs> a grown-up person. I don't know why. That's the best she could do about Teddy Dillon. That's what she looks like to me. It looks like she needs a high chair. Do you think there's a, a town called Dillon where there's a dentist? <laughs> yes. Look how youthful she looks, you know? I mean, she just looks like the little girl. Look how she walks. It's so cute. Look at that. Come here, girl. Come here. That's a good girl. You, you're, you're a parent. You can relate. <laughs> you believe William Cat was in. She was good. She was good on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Okay. This is. I know he couldn't wait to get killed. Oh, see. Okay. Right. Thirty minutes or less. This guy is like a casting director, and he's from East Brunswick, New Jersey. But in this movie, he got to be the pizza man. Now the pizza is gonna come is gonna have a face in it, <laughs> and it's gonna scare us, and she's gonna attack it. It's so stupid this movie. So wait, so every so everyone sees it. It's not just just the hero. Nope, she will just be it.
The guy's a stunt man. Um, the guy is who's uh, yours or mine. She's gonna attack the pizza. Yeah, but that, but she's provoked. Yeah, you know the song. I'm your pizza man. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what the guy was singing when he delivered the pie. But listen, the box is singing it, Mike. This is a stunt person. Yeah, I hear it. Whoa! Well, I tried the best. Now, the only reason I like the Pizza Batman guy in the box is because he did the stunts in Ghoulies 3. Ghoulies go to college. Oh, Ghoulies go to college, which we saw. So he, when the, uh, it was his hand in the puppet when the stuff fell on. I guess, yeah. The beer fell on his, uh, on the. So the music was written by not Henry Mancini, it was Harry Manfred Fred in the <laughs> It looked like it looked like Henry Mancini in the opening credits. And he did all four house films. He did the score. Wow. Yeah. So that Probably house film that wasn't even a house film, he did the score. Huh. So, oh really horror show? Yeah, Pizza Man was written by Harry Manfredini and Louis Abernathy, the director. The director. Oh, wow. And I thought it had an Abernathy twang. I'm your pizza man. <laughs> I'm your pizza man. Took two guys to write that. Yeah, right. They're like, well, we should do something. Yeah. I think did you write the song, boys? Pizza. Oh, yeah, we wrote it. It goes, uh... Yeah, we got it right here. It's on the piano. Uh, I'm your... You wanted, like... Man. I want a pizza man. Oh, all right. You want your pizza man. Well, I'm your the pizza, pizza man. pizza doesn't come to life. She's trying to kill it. It's attacking her, you know. The, um... Now we get a joke. Turn on the sound. Okay. Well, I'm a couple of seconds behind, so... That's okay. No anchovies. Mom? You have now? No more anchovies! Now, this is you know the best part directing about... credit. Louis Abernathy, this is it. He just made this. I think I would be exhausted after this movie. Yeah, well, he wrote... He was a writer and an actor, and for writing, he was in this... I don't know, two films I never heard of. Deep Star 6 in 89, Terminal Invasion in 2002. One of the many screenwriters to submit a draft for the film Freddy vs. Jason. Oh, wow. But I mean, he's got two credits as special effects. One credit as camera electrical department. He's got four acting credits. He has one credit called visual effects. This guy was just like, whatever job you got, I'll do it. <laughs> Yeah, right. I'll, I'll direct it. What is it? House 3? Oh, technically House 4? Okay, that, that doesn't okay. change a thing. <laughs> but I mean, if you don't want me to direct it, I could do, the, I could be the gaffer, you know? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could be craft services. What do you guys need? He could. He does everything. I'm here to be your best director. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, so this is filming. You know the best part. Go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna make a joke about the Brill Building. I'm still hung up about it. Not only did the Brill Building produce like classic music, but they would also validate your parking, which was great because the parking was garage underneath the Brill Building was outrageous. Hmm. So this was filmed in November of '90, uh, and it was unreleased until it went to. Okay, it went to video late January '92, but really that's sort of like only. You know, it's January, so I don't know. It's about a year later. Right. And this isn't a direct sequel. It's like loosely connected to the other films. Okay. In the first film, William Cass' character is married to Terry Trias with the 12-year-old daughter. And there's no mention of the fact that she was married to Kay Lenz and had a son in the first film. Wait a minute, he was the same guy in the first film, but he had a different family? Yeah, he had a different family. And um, That's crazy. Yeah, so Roger Cobb. He was a yeah, polygamist. I guess so. His mother, his aunt gave him the house in the first film, and his father gave it to him in this one. Well, yeah, they, it does. they are loosely based because they both have the word house in their title. Right. And then William Cat, right? Great. Now is she wearing okay. yeah. is she wearing Right, she's Yogi bearing it. Oh, Yogi. She's gonna take a shower. Yeah, guess what the it's gonna Wait, come, she's... you know. Blood. blood Oh, it's too hot. But then it gets too cold. I can't take a bath in this blood. Right. <laughs> right. When the blood first comes Wait. out, it's very warm from the body, but then very yeah. quickly. It catches Very cold. Yeah. Usually when I'm lathering. Oh my god, this she's gonna wash her hair, it's gonna take twenty minutes. Yeah, but the thing is her hair is like so you see poof. It's not even wet yet. Poof, it's oh um... more poof. No, I mean it it turns wet in two seconds. Oh no blood. Uh blood fruit punch. Uh, she's bathing in blood. I mean, it's just every horror movies. This movie was not written uh, any thought. There's a movie called Psycho. I guess you could start with there. Well, they don't do Psycho, right? They don't do stabbing and blood. No, but she's she's in the shower. Yes. Is she gonna realize she's covered in blood yet? Yeah, well, she'll see it in the mirror, and I'm freaking out, and, you know. She's got to get her contacts on. It's going to be a whole thing. <laughs> get out or die. It's so stupid. Scare. Right. Now, the thing is, that dark, ghostly spirit behind her, we'll never see anything like that again in the film. This film oh, makes first, no sense. The first two movies were like, you know, it was kind of like jokey. The first one was R-rated, but it was still kind of, the idea was it was like, you know, scares, like frights, like things that jump at you. 
Uh-huh. So people will be looking at a door and there'll be nothing there and they turn around and there's like a jump scare. There's a monster behind them. Blah. Right. So this movie's definitely doing the jump scares. Yes, absolutely. Is she dreaming or she's painting the house? She's dreaming. She's dreaming. And look, girl can walk or stand. Her dream. I think the dream is they need more thinner. Oh, what blood? Oh, no. Well, man, I gotta turn this music off. I didn't realize I was listening to it. Remember when you killed your husband? Oh, yeah, that time I killed my husband. Right, Rachel Dratch was a nurse. You killed your husband. (laughs) Nurse Ratchet. Blood out of the pen. What? Out of blood. Deed of trust. Oh my God! It is is my brother-in-law, step-brother-in-law. Oh yeah. And it's Jesse Pinkerton. We're vandalizing your husband's hospital room. It doesn't make any sense. What is this movie trying to say? They said we only have two sets. It's not even William Cat in there. That's right. It's the daughter. Does that make any sense? None of this film's script well, has any point. I'm no therapist. But is that going to wrap oh. up somehow? I was really my father all along. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. But she got woken up for a bad dream, so she brought water to her. Right. Well, sh- that's the or... thing. The he, the Laurel says, Mom, can I have some water? Look how she walks in as if she, there was no nightmare she just had. And yeah. her hair is perfect. What? Oh, uh-huh. no. Freddy Krueger horror. It's just so stupid. Wasn't that the way Johnny Depp died in uh, Nightmare Before uh, Nightmare on Elm Street? I don't know. He was in his bed and it just sucked him in. I think he was in a bath in a while. No. She's gone mad. Why was there a knife next to the bed? Well, you see, it just appeared out of nowhere. So the ghost gave it to her. She's freaking out. She's freaking out. Look, she could be stabbing her daughter. Do it. Do it. Does she have a knife? The movie. She has a knife. Yeah. Look, disappears. Disappears. Uh Now she's freaking out in front of her child. And she's, Laurel's like, mom, and having a very traumatic experience. I hate this director. I hate this movie. Yeah, this movie's not good, huh? It's no it's no house one. You'd be probably served if we did better if we did house. <laughs> I always wanted to see the fourth sequel, the third sequel. Now look, is this a Roman Catholic church? It could be a Pueblo, I don't know. You don't know. What makes you think it's Roman Catholic? It's a Star of David on the door, right? How would I know? Uh no, it's not a star. No, the answer is no. I hope they want, like, Girl Scout cookies. Knock, knock, knock. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this isn't a Roman Catholic church, and I strongly criticize the movie for putting a Native American. And well, Look, look at that cross. Look at that cross. 
Did you see Christ? There's just candle holders. The candle holder. Oh, you mean on the wall back there? No. That was a mistake. Jesus. Jesus on the cross, dude. Look at that cross right there. I, mean, I know. But in the cell, he called him Jose. 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 Oh, look <laughs> at that boombox. It's the Holy Ghost boombox. It's 1990. Now, okay. Look, he's a Native American. He yeah. is. And he is in real life, too. Why would you put him in a Roman right. Catholic church director? This is the first time she got out of the house the whole movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, except to kill her husband. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, right. Of course, the beginning. She killed her husband. Now, this Ezra guy is like uh, he began as an opera singer. He is a Native American. It's a uh, Chidamahai. I don't know how to say it. And they're from Louisiana, and they are one of the only indigenous people in the state who still control some of their original land. That doesn't sound very good. Huh. Well, I heard they gave like, it up after this movie. There was an opera skit on The Many Lives of Dobie Gillis, and he performed on it, and they liked him. Next thing you know, he got cast in TV all the time. He's our Star Trek connection. Oh, really? Yeah, original series as well as The Next Generation and Voyager. He is connected. Wow. Now, you mentioned Deep Space Five. Wasn't that a Star Trek thing? <laughs> right? I, did, I didn't mention Help it. Help me out here. But... Deep Space Nine. Deep Space Nine. <laughs> yeah, Deep Space Nine, right? No, but if you know Deep Space Nine and all the shows and everything, some guy goes, Deep Space Five, it's so funny. Because, you know, like, maybe you saw the commercial for it. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm a big fan. I used to binge that show all the time. I'm CW. Star Trek right? Oh, man, I love that new Star Trek show on Paramount Plus. I love that show. Yeah, that's great. I love them all. Listen, out of all the new Star Trek shows on Paramount Plus, I think the first, I would say three of them are really good. <laughs> and then the other three are really good. And then the new three are pretty good. I've never watched the new Star Trek. I guess I need to if I'm going to shoot my mouth off about it all the time. Yeah, there's like Enterprise and Picard and there's a cartoon show, The Lower Deck. It's a lot of Star Trek. I, yeah, I don't know if I want to keep just keep up, you know. <laughs> I might miss yeah. a few. They want my Star Trek dollars. You think they were lucky with Next Generation? They said, whoa, we could use this formula, but use new people, <laughs> right? Like Star Trek, right. Star Wars, it's the same, it's the same family, and it goes, you know, can't go beyond that. Absolutely, you're right. You know. Uh -oh. Is that decaf? Is that is that coffee? Yes, sir. <laughs> okay. Here uh, look at that. This is the chemical plant. Yeah, whatever gross chemicals. That's an eighties joke. Ironically calling it acne. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're at the chemical factory, boss. Shut up. Carnivores driving. Uh oh, Joker's up there. Done falling. 
<laughs> right. Sorry, guys. I knew we could take the elevator. So all we're seeing now is like just bullshit movie. I mean, they're manufacturing right. chemical waste as if like that was the product. You see? Sure. Yeah, they're shirtless and they're 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 hardworking Americans sealing yeah. up the toxic toxic waste. Were they going to put the toxic waste in the house floor? <laughs> yes, they are. They're what not about the monsters? What the, it, what it is is you got to level the house and prepare it. It's going to be a dump. He agreed. I'll take all your toxic waste. Just pay me. I'll put it in my uh, sister-in-law's house. Yeah, that's right. I will. I will make a facility that will accept and store all your waste. Yeah, but they don't live in a rural neighborhood. They live in this like uh, suburb, right? I know. I don't. Know. This movie's stupid. Now we're gonna meet the evil. It, the evil chemical factory guy now, and he is disgusting to look at. Why? Because he's. Oh, there he is. You're going to be like, well, you know, people are fine. And then he, they have this whole <laughs> disgusting bit where there's phlegm. They're doing phlegm. Oh. So he's a scary mob kind of guy. He's the president of the chemical factory. Right. You know, so it's pressure. Like, um, Jesse Pinkman is like, I want to talk to you about the house. And he goes, the house? Last week it was your house. You see my confusion. Well, you see my sister-in-law. She's, you know, so he's getting pressed. I don't care what your lawyer said to you. It's basically there. He's, you know, being tough and later will put the squeeze on him. I don't get it. Can't the chemical factory find another place? Yes, in re the real world, but not in this movie. In this movie, he had a deal. We had a deal. You're going to level that house. Buy it from her. Oh, this director is terrible. Do you recognize Carnosaur? Uh... Does the carnosaur pop out of his stomach? <laughs> Maybe. Do we see a, a point of view of the carnosaur's uh, red vision as it runs over to the guy and eats him? I, I think you did see him, this guy in carnosaur. Here comes the phlegm. Yeah. Here comes the phlegm. Oh, I can't. I, I, I'm just going to not look. I, I can't stand to watch it. It's just so horrible. Okay, I'm not looking. <laughs> Is it still right. going on? It's still going on. I'm yeah, sure. going it's on. not going to look yeah, for yeah, yeah, so No, don't look. Don't look. Okay, don't look, Carl. Carl, don't look. Hey, Carl, check out, check out what's outside. Carl, don't look. Because you cannot. Don't look. Yeah, please don't look. I don't know why I'm looking. I just had like one for dinner. Don't look. His name is Mr. Grosso. He was in Live and Die in L.A. To Live and Die in really? L.A. Really? He was in Seven Days. He was in this. That's it. Okay, the phlegm's gone. Ah. Thank you. 
Jesse Pinkman. I guess he does look like Jesse Pinkman. Yeah. Okay, so I guess I'm knocking him a little hard here. He um let's see where is He's on page one of the cast for Guilty. Okay, his name is Scott Burkholder, and he uh-huh. is uh, that's it's kind of funny they call him Burke, right? His name's Burkholder. He's known for Crimson Tide, my fellow Americans con air. Oh, all right. I've seen one of those movies. Okay, now, what they're doing is giving him some toxic waste to drink. To remind him he better right. get it done. Now, the guy who plays Charlie, not um, not um, Carnosaur guy, it's very interesting. He was in, let's see, what was he in? I don't remember Carnosaur Guy. I just, I know his face, but like, you know, I saw that movie like four times. Where is it? Right, yeah, yeah, of course. Charles, okay. He was on Crime Story 1986. He was in Thief 1981. Oh, yeah. Like an okay film. He was in Miami Vice in 84. And he's part of the whole Miami Vice like nostalgia thing. And the thing is, he was a former jewel thief in real life. Now, when his TV career kind of petered out, he's the coolest guy in the world. He returned to a life of crime. He went back to no way, really. Yeah, he went to Chicago, where he comes from. And, like, in the, you know, 90s, he was charged with multiple counts of theft by deception, and he pleaded guilty. In 94, he was caught carrying over 100 items classified as burglary tools. What? Think he was carrying it? Mm-hmm. Like his bag? His cat burglar bag? Yeah. It must have been, like, late at night. He was doing his thing. The right, he broke open a by. He stole the diamond. <clears throat> right. Sir, you dropped your diamond pinchers. Oh, they're not my diamond pinchers, officer. I've never seen those diamond pinchers. <laughs> House flies. Ooh, lizard flies. Okay, what's happening now is I'm not selling, I'm not selling, I'm not selling. So, Burke has decided to scare. This is uh... not ghost. This is real life. It's not ghosts or anything. So this is a jump scare where they turn around and it's just a box of spaghetti. She doesn't notice? She had her hey. ear... Uh, she didn't. Meanwhile, Mom is still in love with the greatest American hero. Oh, yeah. Who I told you his not name was... Been a good Luke Skywalker, Michael. What are you talking about? He would have been the best easy on the eye Skywalker. I mean, all he needed was like some guy with curly hair. It was 1976 they filmed it. You're talking about Carrie. Yeah, I guess it would have. The mom can't hear this? He would have been good in that, I guess. Ah, I got poked in his by bug eye. (laughs) Which eye? Uh, The the 19th one. 19th. No, 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 if you're counting from the right. 
the, <clears throat> the lamp came to life. A dog. Yeah. Nice. Oh my God. Look, it's a dog's view. Nice dog. Doesn't he look like Carnosaur with that thing on his head? You think that was like a Carnosaur stunt dog? Yeah. Oh no, dogs are rescued. Now look, the wheelchair is going to go down the stairs. They shot the dog? Yep. Does the dog die? Let me check the website. Uh oh. This is like Home Alone. They want me to go. Well, I mean, there's horror movie music playing, and listen, if you'll, I checked the wig's website. Does the pizza die? And fucking yeah. <laughs> no, don't tell me. Yeah, it died. Listen, no animals were harmed. I mean, pizzas were definitely harmed in the making of this film. Well, that that lamp dog broke like a porcelain lamp right the window. I guess it got it turns back from a ghost to a lamb. Isn't this the, every scene from the Munsters before they cut to a commercial? Like, we gotta get out of here. <laughs> She's back at the same old hospital. Will you kill your daughter this time? <laughs> Just kidding. Not really. Look, Mike, isn't she pretty? Isn't she so pretty? Yeah. But Mike, she's not like pretty like, oh, I wish that was my girlfriend. She's pretty like you you marry. She's pretty like you want to protect her and give her a hug. Okay, girl. <laughs> Look at her. So there. Don't you marry that one? You don't that's not somebody you like go on a date with. Oh, I got a date Saturday. You you, you gotta oh, you're not gonna you're not gonna you're not gonna stalk her on Twitter, are you? <laughs> This film is so old, right? If I was a stalker on yeah. Twitter, I would not find her. Oh my god, their hair is great. So the daughter, her hair is cute. <laughs> the daughter saying, "Please, can we go home to our old house? I miss my family. I don't want to. My friends. I don't want to go back to that house. Not tonight. Not ever." But don't you remember when Elijah told Dad that they have to keep the house? No, I wasn't in that scene. Yeah, I was definitely not in that scene. I wasn't born yet, right? It, right. Is she going to nurse in there? Ew, I can't even look. Bad dog. It's the chemical w waste that went in him. It's like still coming out or something. Yeah. Oh, he has two... Uh-oh. These guys are wacky. They got two sex dolls. Right. Look, he's you guys, got all You guys live in an apartment with a sex doll? Right. They're like, now we have two sex dolls. Three. How can we make Jesse Pinkman a sleaze? Well, you know, I, I would figure if you drink chemicals, you would probably, uh, I don't know, not be well? Yeah, well, he's been trying to gargle him out of his, I don't know, throwing up. I don't know what he's doing. So now she's All like, oh, you want to buy the house, you can buy the house. And he's like, holy shit, it worked. You guys really didn't scare him. Now look at Charlie in the yes, center. You see him in the center? Jewel thief. Jewel yeah. thief in real life. Don't you wow, think that's, cool? that's so crazy. Right, he would cat burglar, I, he would 
go up, he'd be in Chicago, and he would scale the wall of the apartment building, right? Slide off the window, uh-huh. right? He's a cat burglar. Yeah. Buddy, buddy, yeah, I'm in a rush, officer. No, no, buddy, I just want to check out your bag. What, what bag? The leather bag with the Diabolical Theory Society logo on it. Oh, that's nothing, Mr. Officer. And he doesn't seem like the kind Property. of guy to get the Pink Panther diamond, right? He might. He could have. He didn't get stopped. I, I just, the way it sounds, it's like he went cat burglaring, you know? He would sneak into someone's house and just see what he could find, you know? Well, sometimes people like wake up and he would have to pretend he was a copy of House Four on the VCR. Ah, right. Look at him, I've boss. Seen your face before. Yeah. I've seen you. Oh, you're still dreaming. I'm just on TV. I'm House Four, the repossession. Yeah, William Cass. They got a lot. They got a lot of mileage out of William Cass. Yeah, yeah. Now look, William Cass closed the window, and now he's going to put the blanket on her. Oh, there's good ghosts? The Casper. Right. There's good ghosts and bad ghosts, and this is a good ghost, like in the movie Ghost. Right, there were good ghosts and bad ghosts in the movie Ghost. Well, that's really, thanks, Ghost. You're welcome. Happy <laughs> mileage, mileage. All right, William Cat Swipe. So his picture that's is... That's an editing thing. Mileage. <laughs> milk it that's an editing technique that's called the cat swipe where, where you cut to a picture of William Cat and you swipe to the next scene okay now for us scene or two the show gets humorous you know and and she once again she's like a one trick pony she's about to have a happy experience and she'll just be happy throughout the whole scene you'll see he like delirious, like uh, Bruce Campbell and, and uh, Evil Dead Two. I don't think she's delirious. I think there's a real ghost named Roger who's about to show up. That's weird. That's William Cat's character. <laughs> Correct. But once again, they only had him for two days. Hello. I sound like William Cat. Now look, by magic, the photo projector, uh, the projector turned on. But look, it's shooting this. Look, they had him for two days. So this is what they did during those two days. Okay, we need back. We need footage of you guys. At the- <laughs> <laughs> right, we're going to have a birthday party. Listen, I'm only here for two days. No problem. I got the yeah, cake right. out on the porch. Look, do your funny joke. Yeah. Ta-da. Okay, great. The sun's about to set. Let's shoot 16 right. more things. The, the director goes, can we get another take of that? William Cat goes, no. No, I'm eating my sandwich. Okay, family, walk around him and bring sandwiches. You're on a picnic. And shoot. Look at this. In two days, so I just the wardrobe go... changed. Now we're by the pool. Oh, I'm just waking up. Who's this woman? Why are you shooting me? Okay, we got to see. Look at her. She's going to be happy, happy. And now look, he goes, I love you. And she's like, it, I never saw that before. It's the ghost. Look how oh, it yeah. perfectly. It was just 
laid over. It's sorry, it's now streaming on Netflix. Now it. the director does something very good. Remember in the beginning when the thing broke and she cried? Yeah. It just broke and she's all happy. Great. Wish your dad was there to see it. Hot water's on. Now, why is it yellow like tea? Is it green tea? No, no, it's coffee tea. It's a brick, old school bricklayer. So look, at, actually, I guess the kitchen looks pretty cleaned up. Cobwebs are gone. It's very old timey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the ice box looks like brand new. It is an ice box. Yep. Yeah. Now, she told Jesse that she'd sell the house. So Jesse's coming over to say, Oh, I'm pretending that I'm nice. I'm so glad that blah, 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 blah. You finally <laughs> come to your senses. And then she's going to be like, two can yeah. you can't knock this house down, and I got to be able to come back and visit to it. And then he will not like that because he needs to knock it down, you know? So she's like, that's my terms, and then they have a fight. Now, I still don't care why. It's yeah. like a suburban block, right? Or it's like a rural neighborhood. Yeah, if There's it's a rural houses. neighborhood, like, you'll see later the firemen show up right away. And you remember that big populated yard sale? I don't, it doesn't feel so right. yeah, yeah, yeah. rural. Right. But I want to tear it down. <laughs> Why would you say don't do the one thing I want to do? Tear it down. Yeah. Could I tear it down? Oh. You know, if he tears it down, there'll be no house five. I will give you the deed, but in the contract, it's going to say there's a very no strict tear it down clause. Okay, so she's like, how's Laurel? I hope Laurel's okay. And then, you know, Kelly's like, how did you even hear about Laurel? I didn't tell you about Laurel. So it's outed that, like, he knew about that scare attack or whatever. Okay, Carl, since you're explaining it, what's up with that marble? <laughs> um, which marble? On the table in front of them he like the, the one he was holding that little red ball oh no that okay so when they first showed up the bad guys they said hey little girl want some candy you remember they went to the chemical factory and mr grosso was like yeah. some candy boys and they got those red hot suckers or whatever they are so when he pulled oh, it out and that's what you know, they found those candies when she got attacked, you know, it shows that not only did he know about the attack, he was part of it. I mean, he had the candy. Get out. I'm acting like I'm mad. I will be the same way the whole scene. Get out. <laughs> Don't let the door hit you. Yeah. 
Listen to reason, Kelly. Listen to reason. Didn't you hear me? I'm angry now. I won't be rational. Is he going to open the door? No, now she's like, I'm shaken. I'm shaken. I'm shaken. Okay, what we're seeing now, it's very weird. We're seeing a flashback, but she doesn't know it. They're not really there. The ghosts can show us a flashback. Yeah, all right. Pretty memorable flashback. <laughs> now, look, they just disappear, and she's uh, like, the fuck? How do they do that, Carl? Well, actually, they film, and then they cut, and then the people who were in the film quickly screen uh, shots quickly run out. <laughs> And then they press play again, and it just looks like they just... Okay, so what we're seeing is the night the front tire blowout happened that Kelly right. describes. Charlie there's tire. And look. Look, I didn't ask who gave the order, because this is the business we have chosen. You could tell it was last Tuesday because he's wearing a, a hat, uh, last Tuesday hat. He's wearing a Tuesday hat on his head. Right, right. Yeah, today's Thursday. Yes. This is a week Yeah, I get uh, this movie mixed up with Godfather 2 a lot. Cool. Are we going to see like a director's binocular view? No, we're going to see the same old footage again. Here they come with the sea. What the, is that? Fog, a foggy night. Yeah. Oh, from the opening credits. No, just we're always seeing this foggy stuff around them. Okay, same shot. Same yeah. Everything. Look, no, I'm shocked. I'm no. Now, this doesn't, I don't understand this. Jesse Pinkman calls in his own, like he goes, I want to report a horrible accident. But why would he? Do you follow me? He wants her to be alive so she can he sell the house? Want, no, 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 he wants the family dead so he gets the house. And the ghost told him her that. Right, she just saw a flashback. It's a pretty loud neighborhood. Okay, now, I was wondering what it was keep saying in next door. Now, yeah. here's a scene that completely makes no sense. Ezra, who was the one who told them about the deal, the one who said that Roger's soul is in the house now, you know, he's saying, Kelly, leave it alone. Go to the police. This is dangerous. You know, he totally flips and becomes the voice of, you're crazy to think ghosts are there. It doesn't make any sense. And why is he in a Roman Catholic church? That is strange. There's only two locations in this movie. When he was downstairs in front of the manhole cover of the ghosts, right? He didn't mm -hmm. say... You know, Jesus protect this. I mean, he did. Okay, never mind. I'm just complaining. How could we get some Denny before this movie ends? 
Denny decided to go on a diet after she saw herself in this film. Really? Yeah. Very successful. Did you see how... Didn't you get the vibe when she got out of the chair that she could walk? She helped... Um, okay. Miss Clump sees outside the window that bad guys are here. So she's like, you stay here, sweetie. Yeah, by the window. With your 12-year-old acting. Verna's so see cool. The... She's got a gun. She's back in, yeah. First character to pack. That's right. Well, I mean, the bad guys were shooting like six or seven bullets last season inside the house. She, um, she didn't store that gun in her back pocket. She stored it in her purse because she's got too much junk in the trunk. <laughs> All right. Well, that's funny. I like that one. That was a good, good, good bust. So Verna's like, freeze. What are you doing here? And she, Charlie's like, what does it look like? I'm reading the meter. Now look, Brian, carnosaur guy cups her boobs. Did you see it? Yeah, I did see that. I rewound that eight times. <laughs> oh, so when you said you saw this movie eight times, it was just that scene. Well, it was that scene and the panties scene. Right. God, I don't even remember that scene. You mentioned it and I didn't see it. Yeah, because it wasn't true. You don't see her panties. Okay, so you know how this, this film has been stupid and nothing goes with anything else? Like all these things, I think you're calling them shock scares or whatever you're calling them. They all have it. Jump scares. Jump yeah. scares. But none of them are related to each other. They're all just things you saw in another movie. So now to get rid of the house, they're going to burn it down. He starts hallucinating that he's seeing snakes. and. Carnosaur starts hallucinating that he's seeing bugs. Wait, is the, the daughter in the room? Yup. And they, upstairs, they just shot. They're going to burn the house down with people in the house. And they just shot a gun. Right. No, no. Not the first time. He just continues to sit there. He's freaking out. Well, they think they're seeing bugs and snakes. Oh, a real lizard and, and ant heads. Right. So they shoot each other. Go, wheelchair. Tell, yeah. tell the town people the news. <laughs> now, why doesn't Laurel just get up and leave already? They're freaking out. What I don't get is that they both mass hallucinated, so the house is playing tricks on them. Right. Stop trying to prevent them from doing the uh, fire. <coughs> Did you think it's clever that they actually had special effects where they dressed up as an ant and dressed up as a scorpion? No, they were the helmets. They were, you know, costumes. No, it was terrible. But they were wearing costumes of, of that when they walked in, but now they were really that. Right. Except it was just just a worse, you know, more elaborate mask. It was 
that's the thing. It was clear. You could see it was. Okay. So the ghosts were not successful. There is now a fire in the basement. And of course that means right. the house will be on fire. And so. Right. Laurel we'll goes, what's this? And puts her eye. She. Ugh. She did. This doesn't make sense. He calls and goes, I want to report a horrible fire. Why would he do that? I know, especially on that phone. That's like a calculator. That's not because it's a phone. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Burger King Whopper. <laughs> That's a Whopper. You've been holding a big back to your ear for this whole time. That's a phone. Oh, my record collection. Where's my daughter? Denny, Denny. In the house. What was it like working with Gilbert Coffee? <laughs> Oh, Laurel. here at the elevator. Laurel, I'm up Staircase here. Oh. I got the burning cross. Must be terrible to work in a set like this. It's Hail not a smoke. cross. It's just a beam. Now look, the smoke overtakes oh. them both and they are going to die. As a matter of fact, she dies right now, and she wakes up, and she's with wow. Roger. What the fuck? And they now, really used them. Being a one-trick pony actress, she will now just be in love the whole scene. She's dead dead? I guess, because he, Roger's like, you have to go back. You don't go back, oh, you'll so. die. So she doesn't die, die. She has a... But I can't leave you. Right? Two days. They said, good morning. Good yeah. morning. Drinks his cup of coffee. He goes, okay, in this scene, you're dead, and you you, you must <laughs> okay. go back. Your car explodes. It flips over. Then you explode. Then you're in the hospital bed. And then you're at a birthday party. And then you're in the swimming pool. And then you're in heaven holding your wife. Guys, guys, slow down. Wait, wait, wait. And that's, that's just the third hour of shooting. Then the right. fourth hour of shooting. And they say two days. I mean, was it six hours? Was it four hours? Was it eight hours? I mean, it's... And he doesn't even talk. They should call this movie A Talking Cat because he doesn't, <laughs> doesn't even talk. Look how much they squeezed in for him for two days. Yeah. Okay, so he's standing in the island. I must come back. So she wakes up, she gets superhuman strength and busts through that beam. Hey. Jesse Pinkman's like, burn, burn. And then when the, the, <laughs> the fire, right, he goes, save my house. Please save my house. House on fire. The roof, the roof. Yes. The roof well, is on fire. We don't give a damn. Let the motherfucker burn. Okay, so now she just wakes up and she's all over smoke inhalation because uh, right. Greatest American Hero told her she gets superhuman strength and she bangs down a door. Right. She took it right off of the hinges. 
I see survive because he breathes through the glory hole. <laughs> By the Mom. way, Carl, if you see a hole in the rug, right. do not stick your dick yeah. in it. Do not stick your dick in it. Listen, if you're in a bathroom and there's a hole, just don't make an assumption. Do not stick your dick in there. It's a big mistake. Ezra shows up now. They totally waste this Ezra's character, and he makes no sense. He shows up now, and he's like... I don't know what some of this manhole cover. Okay, so... Like, is the Ninja Turtles are going to pop out of there? That's the thing, Mike. Who knows? Right now... Ooh, this was in the trailer. I told you this. That was the final scene. Yes. That was in last week's trailer. They're putting out their own fire with a geyser of water. So the house is taking care of its own business. Right. The house is putting itself out. So that was a big thing of water all along? I knew Ed Norton worked in the sewer. I called it. But it's not like a big thing of water. They just... They threw a hose behind the house and they well, shot I mean... it at an angle. No, but I'm saying for the ghosts, they, the, it wasn't like under the manhole cover was the sewer and it's water. It's just this movie does whatever it wants. It doesn't have a rules for the ghost world. They can yeah. make flashbacks. They can move things. They can scare you when they look ugly. They can make a water geyser. Now, check this out. Her feet start to work a little bit. See? Yeah. And it's sort of like Maybe a the ghost miracle. can make like a water slide. But the thing is, they won't play it up. All the way, you know, they got a golden gem here if they really are going to do that, but they don't. Right. Her feet work a little bit all the I way. just think it's a – it does not look like a fun set to, to perform in. Now, look, they don't get away from the house. They're like, okay, we're out of the house. Everything's cool. They're, yeah. on, the porch. They're on the porch of a yeah. burning house. And they're like, we're safe now. Now, Are there in a limo next across the street? There's no rules for the ghost, right? So now Burke thinks he's confessing to his boss or whoever that chemical guy is, but really he's confessing to the cops. What do you mean? Oh, they, they, they tricked him. The ghost tricked him or something. See, so he wasn't even in a limousine by he thought it was in a limousine by a fire with a villain. And Did he send a cover? From the FBI. Okay, now that makes no sense. She's only nine years old. Right, I know. She was the youngest at the academy. Yeah, look, all right, girl. The cop is Roger. Two days they had this. Oh, guy. just from the back. Yeah, this is like a proxy. Oh, it is Roger. Yeah. He dressed up as a – he made him dress up in the cop right. uniform. Listen, we got 20 minutes before you leave. You got to dress up as a cop. <laughs> Just pat, pat the paddy wagon on the back, and you don't even have to talk. Is, is, it, is it in the script? Yeah. Uh, also, you, in the script, you're grilling hot dogs. Go. <laughs> Wait, what? You're in a luau? It's a flashback. I would like a warm one. Now they're they're blowing a kiss to their ghost dad. Ghost dad. Oh, ghost, let's watch ghost dad. Wait, watch. He turns into a ball of light and flies into the stars. 
He was an alien. It must have been the alien who gave him the, the manual. That's what I'm saying. This safety. movie has no rules for the ghost. They can, they're just omnipotent. There isn't any one time it's a hand, one time it's a scary corpse, one time it's a, right. now he can he can do flashbacks. He can fly into the sky as a beam of light. Oh my god. Oh my god. Ladies and gentlemen, well, guess what? Good news. The house burns to the ground. Uh, that was House 4, The Repossession, a.k.a. Home, Deadly Home, according to Mike Spiegelman. Colonel, what did you think of the movie? Oh. I heard I you wondering about it. It was it was good for your show, but damn, it was it not. It was not good for oh. no, this was a, This is not good for our show. Our show usually has at least one joke in it, and I don't think I mustered any jokes watching House 4. I guess. Well, not your pizza, man. We made a joke or two. Not your pizza, man. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. But that's yeah, right. That's when my internet cut out. Man, House is a great movie. House Two is a really crazy sequel. Uh, Scream Two references it. They they say it's the greatest sequel next to Godfather Two as a joke. And House Three was just a European mess. It was a terrible movie in America as as horror show. And now we got to watch the legendary House Four. I don't <laughs> think there's any other. House movie. There was like House of Haunting Hill remakes, and I guess I know. Uh, I think was four a, was the last yeah. official. But can't you think of any like haunted house movies from the last time, like Crimson Peak, maybe? There's been haunted house movies. Um, yeah, there was one about a doll. Uh, no, well, that's not really a haunted house. Um, there have been recent haunted house movies. Yes, there have. Uh, don't have a title for you, but yeah, they're out there. All right. Oh, actually, Carl, have you ever seen a Japanese movie called House from the Seventies? That's a great film. Oh, it's, uh, was... it's like kind of a. Um, I think uh, I think I saw that film. It was called Jung Hu. Uh, it's like. I forget what it's called, but it's about a bunch of uh, schoolgirls who go to a, a house and just shit goes crazy. Gotcha. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about other movies than House 4. But we got to watch it, the 1992 uh, William Cat classic. So, Carl, I think even after this movie, we should keep going. Okay. And next week, we have an even better, much better movie. So we hope to see you guys next Sunday. We hope you subscribe to our podcast at LWAFMOYT. I hope you subscribe to our YouTube channel at LWAFLMOYT. Stay tuned for the next show if you're listening, streaming live on Mutiny Radio. It's, it's been live uh, comedy following us, so we're really excited to be part of this block. Uh, Carl, the next week we're going to be watching the 1975 movie, 92 in the Shade, starring William Oates. Warren. William? Warren. 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 Wordos. I'm sorry, Wordos. Nineteen seventy five. Gotcha. Yeah, Peter Fonda. I'm on Wait, it. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, do we have a trailer for it? Actually, I could just do a trailer, I guess. Boy, it sure okay. is hot in here. Who oh. said that? I said it. Warren William Oates. I knew your nickname was William. Why do you say that, Peter Fonda? This summer, ninety two. This no. Uh, this afternoon, <laughs> I need two minutes. There is a trailer. Okay. I think I did enough. That's what we're going to be watching. Okay. No, we got it. We're done.
All right. So we'll be watching the 1975 movie. So we hope to see you then. And uh, Carl, thank you so much for a great job. Thank, thank you. you for watching this movie. Give money I was, was going to say, the show is about give money to the station. Uh, support Pam Benjamin and everyone at Mini Radio. Yes. And we will see you next week. We'll be back. Uh, so we'll see you then. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with friend i wrote this song uh, my turn-ons are satin sheets and the way champagne tickles my nose and i love to paint outdoors listen you should follow me on twitter it's jokes to carl the french duh not the oh, oh, duh. let's watch a full Square, I'm at the house. That's right, right out of the box, man. I'm letting you know where I'm at. I'm not at 21st in Florida in beautiful mission. No, not at all. In the deep, dark Bayview. Best neighborhood in town. Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've been hearing his name all over the land. Hey, this week on Buckhouse Square, I'm, uh, I don't know. I got records. I'm, I'm in my room, surrounded, not surrounded by records, flanked. Is that different? I don't, know, I don't know my military terms, but uh, there's a bunch of records laying around here. I picked some. And I'm sticking with those. I may have to augment, but I'm uh, I'm sticking to my guns here. So I hope uh, things are okay uh, for most of you. And uh, thanks for doing what you got to do to do. Come along and chased us out in the rain. Was that a vigilante man? Stormy days, we'd pass the time away. Sleeping in some good warm place Man come along and we give him a little race Was that a vigilante man? Preacher Casey was just a working man And he said unite all you working men Killed him in the river some strange man was that a vigilante man Does a vigilante man 
Why does a vigilante man carry that sodo shotgun in his hand? Would he shoot his brother and sister down? I 